0: Welcome to Festpod, the unofficial rock festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson, with the latest news about your favorite rock festivals, our music guide for the month, and some special things we've found in Festpod favorites. So let's welcome my fellow hosts. And guess what? We've got three of them sat there waiting at home. So let's go to our first one, who is down in the
1: beautiful land of... Bister, hello <laughs> Lee. I wouldn't quite call it beautiful, but yeah, that's, it that's me. It's 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 okay. It's not great, but yeah, I'm I'm here. Hello, good evening, everyone. Um, yes. So, it turns out the first part is actually a bit of a hit at work. Um, is the it? Lads de- the lads decided. It was my turn to put some music on the other week. And I, and I was like, I'm not really that bothered because I knew a lot of them were going to whinge uh, the metal. So I said, why don't we put on your podcast? I'll oh, go on then. Um, <laughs> so some so some quick feedback um, from, from a couple of lads, uh, Jordan and as you'll mention. Uh, they said, that's all right, actually. Yeah, quite like that. Um, from Dan, who was our top painter, said, you do use the word arsehole a lot though. You call people arseholes. And I was like, I've never <laughs> noticed it before. But apparently... I've never even, noticed that. No, I haven't. But apparently, it's... Uh, yeah, I call everyone arseholes, including the three of you and everyone that we talk about. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Okay. Well, we'll note that one down. Thank you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's
1: yeah. fair. C- can we put that on a
2: poster? <laughs> they call people ourselves a lot from Dan the Painter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, as like a recommendation, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, guys, for your feedback. We'll we'll note that down and uh, and and um, and and whatever. Uh, so let's now visit the beautiful little town of Shotton in North Wales. I drove past Shotton the other day in my truck, and I thought, oh, Rich, yeah. Rich is over in that direction, but he won't appreciate me turning up in this Arctic.
3: And I bet, I, be, I bet, he just carried on you know, driving very, very fast in the Indeed. opposite
0: direction, <laughs> fifty-five miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fast enough, I suppose, isn't it? How are you doing, yeah. Rich? Um, well,
3: I'm not great, to be honest with you. My throat, voice starts going. I do apologise in advance. It's I had two and a half weeks of this flu-type thing. Got over it for three days, and it came back. So I'm here. To make up the full compliment.
0: Yes. In body, do you know what? In body at least. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with, mis- with myself this episode because there's, there's too many of you. Like uh, uh, Lee said the first time we had the three of you. Um, <laughs> it's going to be weird. I don't know what I'm going to do. But anyway, we'll cope. We'll cope with the three contributors um so uh now we need to head back up north and now we were we're are you you on the same sort of level there you might be on the same sort of Uh, longitude due east it's due east east. to utoxeter the land of race
2: courses and dig attractors to see eamon yes we won't mention a brand name no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they they have enough publicity already around here. And um, I found yes. out that they're massive Tory donors as well. But we won't mention that. Yeah. Yes, that that's the other that's the other sore point. Um, they've yes. not been in the news recently at all. No, we don't um, want any yeah. sore points. No, exactly. We're um, we're all good. We've had uh, we've had the Royal Rumble since we've been gone, where Cody Rhodes won. So for our wrestling fans, that's a, that's a good time. But um, oh, I wondered yeah. what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: talking about wrestling.
2: Wrestling. Yeah, I, I'm talking about men in pants. Sweaty men in oh, pants. Oh really? Um, yeah. Um uh-huh. so that started our road to WrestleMania. But yeah, we've been kind of just chilling in Utocester. Not nothing really special. Uh been to a few gigs. We'll come on to them. Right I didn't later, know you were a wrestling fan. Yeah. Big yeah, he says that with a high pitched voice. But yeah, I'm a big wrestling fan. I mean, I say that. I don't watch much weekly anymore, but Facebook tells me everything I need to know. So you don't even need to watch the matches. you watch the Royal Rumble? No, exactly. I'll watch the highlights.
3: We should should have a fest pod Royal Rumble.
2: (laughs) Are you going to get your sumo pants out again, Rich?
0: Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, just for the Patreons. Uh, So
1: (laughs) So that's the extra package of the Patreon. We That um, extra tier. Yeah, the extra tier. Extra
3: package is the word there, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) See what I did there?
0: Well caught. (laughs) It's going to be a fun one today, gents. So we are on a lot of different podcast catchers by now. So you can take us with you on your commute, listen to us at work, or as you're out and about. We are pretty much on, I mean, I haven't found one that we're not on, actually. Um, There might be one or two still out there. Uh, So um, Because some people don't know that we are a podcast as well as um, a video podcast programme, because you might have found us through TikTok, you might have found us through YouTube, you might have found us through Spotify, you know, your podcast catcher, who knows how where you found us. But yes, we're all over the place. Um, so you can get in touch with us if you want to. We are on the socials, like I say, YouTube. Just look for FestPod to find us. Um, and if you like the show and you're a regular listener, we are also on Patreon. So if you'd like to help us out in making the show, we would love your support. And thank you for those who are with us uh, on the journey. Thank you very much. It um, will all go back into the show. We do also have some merch for sale. Merch for sale. And there is an example of a beautiful Festpod patch. You can make your own merch. For example, if you've got a lovely hoodie, such as the one that I'm wearing today, you can have a Festpod hoodie by just... Getting a £5 Etsy store purchase, put your, your patch onto your titties there, and you've got a lovely FestPod hoodie. Um, so you've got options. So go to Etsy, search for FestPod. Um, we also have mugs as well. There's a mug. There you go. Is waving that over, live electronic equipment. Put that down. So let's get started with Festival News. Uh, There is a a shit ton of festival news. There's so much for us to go through. I don't know how long it's going to take us to do it, but we better crack on. Um, So, firstly, Download Festival. As always, we like to start with Download Festival. Um, Now, Quiet Camping has sold out. So, if you're hoping for a quiet time um, without spending more money than you need to, Quiet Camping has gone. So, unless you manage to find somebody who's selling their tickets, you're out of luck, unfortunately. Um, now the the only other option I think you have if you want to camp quietly uh, is in the R.I.P. section. Uh, what was it called again? Uh, Rock Retreat. Rock Retreat. Yeah, in Melbourne Hall. Yeah, the posh bit, uh, which is yeah. a lot more money than than quiet camping uh, was. Yeah. yeah, just so kind of uh, tough. Just just a couple of pound, just a couple of pennies more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, tough titty on that one, unfortunately. However, um, if you want um, normal camping or anything else, there are new download... Download. 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 I've been talking from like I'm from Yorkshire. You've got new download instalment plans available. So let's take a look at those. You've got... Oh, me, there's so much to choose from. How does anybody know what to choose with
2: so much to choose from?
0: So for camping?
2: Yeah, you've got like the the normal download installment scheme, which is, you know, one payment taken every three or four months. Um, but you've also got the option for Klarna as well, which will help you spread out over 12 months even. So they are making the most uh, expensive download to date more affordable. So have no fear. You can still go see Metallica twice
0: yes exactly um yeah they, they were making a big deal out of this so there's there's um let's have a look here you've got five nights standard camping installment plan you've got five nights eco camping installment plan um is that's that's eco camp isn't it yes
2: yeah, so that's an eco camp itself which has its own set of rules where you you know you take everything home you don't have any rubbish which is how it should be across all the campsites but
0: well, you'd think so, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah. But it's getting bigger every year as well, so hopefully one day it will just evolve into normal camping.
0: They are getting better, aren't they? Um, then you've also got four nights standard camping. I didn't realise that was an option, actually.
2: Yeah, so I suppose it's similar to the uh, the previous free night option, but obviously it was four days of the arena now, is not it? So, um, yeah. so four nights is a thing now.
0: And then you've got the equivalent 4 nights eco-camping as well. Um, so just to, like like Heyman says there, just to spread things out, spread your legs. Uh, oh, yeah, look, you've got quiet – oh, hang on a second – quiet camping. I bet if I click on that, it's – oh, you can't click on it on the quiet camping because it's all sold out at the bottom
2: there. It's all gone. Always the first to go, mm. RIP, but it's always the first of a standard tickets to go, so – is it a sign of things to come? Is it going to sell out this year? That's the question.
0: You'll have to put up with the noise. Yeah, in Blue Camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Can I just tell you how much I don't miss Blue Camp? <gasps> oh my oh, god! Neither, neither me. The, the
1: the the couple of times that I, I'd spent in in Blue Camp, then comparing it to uh, the White Camp that we stood there. Um, Uh, Me and Dave Kingdom and and, uh, our other friend, that's where we stayed a couple of years ago. Uh, It's just, it's just, I'm not a party animal and haven't been for years. I don't like staying up at night and, you know, doing substances that you shouldn't do to keep you up all night. It it, it was a nightmare. But yeah, RIP is definitely the best choice to go if you've got a little bit extra cash.
0: Some sad news next. Aussie has cancelled his UK and Europe tour and retired for the last time. Um and I think we can say for the last time. But I don't think he's coming back from this one, do you?
3: No, not no. That's that's definitely the final curtain now for him, isn't it? I think it's sad for him and his fans, but at the same time I'm kind of happy for him as well. He's torn his ass off for years. He's worked so so hard and <clears throat> he deserves a rest. The guy's an old man and he deserves to be at home getting nagged by Sharon.
2: <laughs> wow. Getting egged?
3: Nagged. I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the throat. It's he the throat. <laughs> I honestly
1: thought he said pegged.
3: I thought pegged. he said pegged. I, I no, heard pegged as well. I,
0: I did not say pegged. <laughs> Is that not the new series that they're doing?
1: What? Uh, pegging with the Osbournes? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's is that not the new series? No? No, I don't um, think it is. No, no. I don't think MTV would, would commission that. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit from Ozzy's statements, which he published on social media. This is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to share with my loyal fans. Uh, I can't do the voice. I thought I contemplated doing the voice then, but I I shouldn't really, should I? Um, Please, please, please please try. Please (laughs) try. Please.
1: (laughs) Even if it's just the first couple of sentences, give it a go. Yeah.
0: As you all may know, for, for a kiss, it just sounds it's just my old man. I'm just, it's gotta do the Brummie as well. As you all may know, four years ago this month I had a major accident where I damaged my spine. It's too it's too comprehensible. I can't do it. Uh, my one and only purpose during this time is to get back on stage. My singing voice is fine. However, after three operations and various treatments, my body is still physically weak. Um, I'm humbled by the way you've held on to your tickets all this time, but in good conscience, I've realised now I'm not physically capable of doing any t- dates, um, as I know I couldn't deal with the travel. Um, and he says, it really fucks him up. Um, and uh, that... Is it? Ticket refunds are available at point of purchase. It's very sad because um, if, you know, a lot of people have had the pleasure of, or, you know, I've got to say pleasure, of watching Ozzy perform. Um, You know, some people saw him at his best and some people didn't. 2016 Download Festival. (laughs)
2: Um, You know, it it, it is sad news, but it's good news in a way as well for for Judas Priest because... They've been locked into this tour for four or five years now. They've not been able to do a tour of their own. They were able to do one-year headlining Bloodstock, but other than that, they've been locked into this tour. So it's going to be nice for Judas Priest, because they're not getting any younger either, to go out on the road and actually tour the UK properly again. So that's what I'm excited for. Bye, Aussie. I'm sad, but I'll get over it. He's had a
0: good crack of the whip, hasn't he? It's not like he's, Yes. He you know... He's a spring chicken or anything, um, but it's it's been widely um, covered this, and there's a lot of people who are sad about it and and talking about it. How, uh, um, I mean, it is sad. It is sad because we we all think that he's going to go on forever, don't we? But um, but no, it's it's his age is showing now. I think Slam Dunk have announced their bands. In fact, there's been a shitload of uh, lineup up announcements, uh, so um, we'll probably crack on through them, because there's quite a lot to go through, and we're going to give our opinions on, on the, all these different festivals. Um, I think this must be the, the optimum time of the year for all the uh, festivals to get their lineups out, or at least partially, um, because there's, there's, there's so many. Uh, we're going to start with Slam Dunk. Um, now, Paris or pavris. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you went there. I did. Um the main Now then.
1: Juxton. <laughs> it's Jaden. I I'd, l- I'd look at. Yeah. Is it? It's Jaden.
0: Now you better help me with this because I I can't read this. <laughs> S- Suco. I'd
1: say yeah, I'd say Suco. Like Suco. Suco,
0: see, <laughs> escape the fate. All right with that one. Land Mavrix. Um, <laughs> e- <laughs> I knew it was
1: coming. Like, I, I laughed, I knew it was. I, I laughed at that, but I knew it was yep. coming. After the way you, after you said Paris, I knew it was coming, but I still, it still made me laugh.
0: Emma Rosa, um, Scene Queen, which is an interesting one. Uh, youth Fountain. Um, Teenage Bottle Rocket, Millie Manders, and The Shut Up. The Shut Up, yes. Great the band. Shut Up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <You would. laughs> higher Power, Zand, Lolo and Tyne. Um, now, can I ask for your opinion on this this lineup announcement, please? You can. For, so
2: for me Oh, go on, Lee. Go on.
1: No, no, I was introducing you then. That was that you can, Eamon. Go
2: okay i'll go then sod um so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so, mine's quite quick so it was already a stacked lineup for me so there wasn't much in this announcement but millie manders and the shut up are a fantastic band and they're opening the main stage which is fantastic but it's it's put all the day or not the day splits it's one day but it's put all the stage splits out and it just looks like a, a stacked day now so it's just really kind of been a lot of filler for me but it's gonna be a good time.
0: The slam dunk lineup was already very full anyway, wasn't it? So
2: yeah. we've we've got the main acts
0: at the top of the, the bill there, and I think we're filling out the bottom possibly.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Lee, I think you wanted to say something about the slam dunk announcement.
1: Yeah, then Eamon really interrupted me. I didn't let you go, prick. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I'm I'm quite excited by landmarks. Um they're sort of the same sort of the genre and the same sort of crowd as like You the, said it wrong. Uh, I don't think I did, but okay. Uh landmarks, Um yes. yeah they, they they sort of roll around the same sort of genre, the same sort of crowd as like um envisions type type music, like sort of like deathcore and Really? Like, sort of like a new metal core um type genre, yeah. So I'm quite excited by them. Um I gave Scene Queen, a bit of a listen before we um, we went live, and mm. interesting. Um, the only way I can describe that, if you've never heard of her before, it's almost like a, a prog metal with Kesha. You know the artist Kesha? Oh, Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm familiar
0: with her name.
1: Her vocals are very Kesha-like, but it's got a bit of um, – as this particular song that went on I was listening to, I think it's called Pink G-String, as the song went on, it hit more of a sort of a prog metal type um music. And yeah, um I might have to uh, dip my toe into that one. That sounded really wrong.
0: Dip your toe lee. Wow. <laughs> dip Just my toe get into
1: that one. First. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah, consent.
3: consent.
1: Yeah. Consent. <laughs> um. <laughs> Rich.
3: Yes. Uh, Do you have yeah, any thoughts? Um, um, I, I'm quite similar to Aymon on it. This is just more filler. Um, if, if, you know, Paris and landmarks, are would probably watch. The rest, the rest of it's not a massive announcement for me. But already a stacked card. They didn't need anything else in there. It was already a good enough lineup. So this is just bonus, isn't it?
0: It's a massive bonus. Because um, we're all going to Slam Dunk, aren't we? This year, this is this year now. <clears throat> um, Lee and I are going down south, mm. and uh, Richard Amon are going up north. Um, so we will cover that for you. It won't be because it's only a one day festival. There won't be a lot, I guess, to to cover because there isn't any camping, is there? Um, there's no sort of survival guide. I don't think that would be necessary for Slam Dunk. Um is it two no. stages of Slam Dunk? It's many stages, but two main stages, yeah. Right. Okay. I'm I'm looking forward to it actually, because I've never been to Slam Dunk before and uh, it looks it looks excellent, so looking forward to see it. Bloodstock Festival show glimpse of Stan Bobblehead. Um <laughs> this is uh now what it's is it plastic, do we think? They've they've created this this uh I guess it's the mascot isn't it? Yeah yeah yeah. Stand the mascot yeah,
3: with the bobblehead. I, I imagine it's kind of like a a resiny kind of plasticky thing, isn't it? oh, uh, I think it's bloody great.
1: It's almost Is like it a merch? Funko Pop. It's almost like a, a Funko Pop, yes, it like will the bobblehead be merch. Funkos. Mm. I love it. I think that's cool. Yeah.
0: Is that if you saw that in the on the merch stall, would you pick one up?
1: Maybe.
2: Possibly. I think they're also I think they're also doing a plushie version, like a soft toy version as well. So it's it's kind of their rival of a download dog, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's and, and, and Stan is quite a big brand, and people have asked for Stan toys and bobbleheads and plushies before, so I can see it being <laughs> a big hit. Metalheads. I like, like the idea teddy. of a plushie. Yeah. Mm. Two thousand
0: trees. Have announced their bands as well. This is very recent, actually. Uh, does anybody want to take this? Read them all out in the style of your own making. I mean, I'm
3: happy to do that if you want. Yeah, you go ahead. So, so the new announcement we've got uh, Skindred, good band, great live band. Uh, Death Havana, again, good band. Ozem and Folds, great band. Yeah. Chelsea Grin, the Bronx, Empire State Bastard. Yeah, like
2: we know who they are. Has anyone done research into them? Because they're yet to release any music. It's Simon mm. Neal's new band of Biffy Claro, and their mm-hmm. debut gig is at Hellfest. Mm-hmm. So I'm very oh, excited. Wow, it's exciting, it's not, excited. isn't it? Yeah. So how
0: have Incredibly. you how do you know
2: about them if you haven't heard
0: any of their music?
2: They um they announced their debut gig is gonna be at Hellfest. That's it. And they it's a bit of, I can't remember who else is in the band, but if Simon Neal is getting heavy enough to play Hellfest, then I'm all in. All in. All over it.
3: Would you like me to carry on?
2: Yes, sorry, carry on. Okay.
3: Uh, Kid Capici, Meatwave. I can give you Meatwave if you want. (laughs) We are marked as an over-18s podcast, aren't we?
0: Yes, yes, we are. Adult. It's an adult podcast.
3: Um... (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh oh christ uh L- 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 loziak loziak yeah. yeah let's go with that the excerpts high viz and dozens more
0: oh they're a good band more, I Yeah. <laughs> really good. i like
3: the capital <laughs> the capitalization of the name makes me think that they're metal as fuck
0: metal oh yes absolutely so yeah, I, I, um, I was quite intrigued about all this. I was um, looking at the lineup that came through and uh, thinking, "This they they always seem to smash it, don't they?" At two thousand yeah. trees,
3: yeah, I, I think it's they have such a good lineup every, every single year. And again, this 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 year's looks no different. Uh, and I think anybody who's going to Trees this year is going to have a a ruddy good time.
0: Yes, <laughs> is that a partridge reference? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, Arc Tangents have announced twenty-one new bands, including who's taking this one?
1: I'll go on them. Uh, Swans, Empire State, Bastard Again, uh, Enslaved. Oh, Pet you said brick. it in a northern way. What bastard! After watching Game of Thrones for so many years, there's only one way to say bastard. It's bastard. I like it. Because bastard just doesn't (laughs) sound right.
0: No, it don't.
1: Exactly. Um, What'd I get up to? Uh, Enslaved, uh, Pet Brick, A Burial at Sea, A Toto So, and many more.
0: Oh, can't wait to see many more. Really good band. I've seen him a few times, yeah.
3: I've <laughs> got to. I've got to get down to Excalibur this year. I've got to get down there.
0: I'd, I'd love. to Where get is down. it again? It reminds me of where it is.
3: It's down, it's down Gloucestershire, isn't it? Yeah. Gloucestershire, like, kind of south of Bristol. Okay.
2: It's always the week after Bloodstock, which is always a killer for me, and it's so far away. It is a long way,
1: but, but yeah, you
0: not, know, um, who knows.
2: Is it? I guess it's a
0: similar sort of size, is it, to Two Thousand Trees?
1: They're sort of like um, sister, like sister festivals. There, I think it's run by the same people. Um, conveniently, they're, again, they're quite close. Together. I think I think Trees is in Cheltenham and Arctangent, like you say, Gloucester. So they're um, almost like a um, like part partnership um, uh, festivals. Plus, I think you can get tickets for both for both festivals in like one one package as well, um, which I've always been tempted by. Um, and I think Cheltenham and Gloucester, for me, it's only about an hour, hour and a half away.
0: Um, Rabid Fest have announced their bands, uh, the two-day indoor festival at the Bullingdon. Not the Bullingdon Club. Nope. The Bullingdon uh, in Oxford, throwback to one of our previous episodes yeah. there, <laughs> in Oxford, have announced Ward 16. Oh, in fact, do you want great. to have a go at this one, Eamon?
3: Great band, great band.
2: What, Mortis had we G- got Gutlocker. Oh, Gutlocker. What a band. Imperium, another great band. From Her Ashes. Draconian Rain. Never heard of them, but I have now. Tribe of Ghosts. And apparently also every year, Rapid Fest choose a charity to donate proceeds to you. Uh, what have they chosen this year? The Sophie Lancaster Foundation, of course. Oh, uh, wow. So yeah, brilliant festival, brilliant cause, by the looks of things. I've never been. Um, I'd probably like to go. Of- it's got a lot of a tickle to pickle.
1: It's round the corner for me. Um, so oh, nice. it's one that I should definitely I was supposed to go in 2022 but didn't have any money to even get up the cheap get the money together for a cheap ticket but it's literally round the corner for me um, and with like I say with that lineup so far it's looking like it's going to be a good year
0: are they going to tickle your pickle
1: it's going to give a nod yeah I think so <laughs> oh I see <laughs>
0: they're going to make it nod okay fine mm. interesting uh
1: make it make it tweak. Oh <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, that's how that's how it nods it just tweaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: why not festival have announced their lineup. Yes, they are. Um now there's some very interesting bands here. Paul Weller, Kasabian and Royal Blood are headlining. I think this is um amazing for Why Not Festival. I mean, I know that uh, you've been, haven't you, Eamon?
2: Yeah, it's one of the ones I go to pretty much every year. If I can, I have missed a few years, but yeah, it's it's a now independent festival. It's had a few years being non-independent and being owned by a major corporation, but um, it's back to being independent. So to get these names is fantastic. You know, they're, they're kind of in the same family as um, festivals like Truck Festival, all that kind of stuff. It's all those kind of same cycle of bands, but... Yeah, the lineup's always fantastic, and there's always a reasonable amount of the heavier side of life as well. So, I mean, you've got the Wombats on there, and James as well, which is great. But if you look, one of the bands they will book every year without fail, for some for some reason, right down the bottom of the lineup here, you've got Raised by Owls, which... Fuck uh, yeah! Which is... But they're not far off, they're about three bands above Mr. Motivator. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's brilliant. i will play, will play the Sunday, like the Sunday mid afternoon in one of the tents. And in true raised bells fashion, it's hilarious. And people get proper into it and you see massive circle pits. At what is essentially an indie festival for the most part. But yeah, the the, the other big highlight for me is Mr. Motivator because every Saturday morning, not every Saturday morning, there's one Saturday at the festival, but every year on the Saturday morning. Uh, I think it's half 10 in the morning. There's a a workout session on the main stage, which hundreds of people turn up for. And I love going down there with two pints in my hand and having a boogie. Uh, Sorry, I'm doing a workout session, seriously. But (laughs) yeah, I I, I love the festival. I think it's got a great vibe to it. It, I always describe it as a mini Glastonbury. Um, Mm. It does look fun, actually.
0: it. It does look a lot of fun. It's something I'd like to experience. Where do they have that?
2: Yeah. Uh, So it's in Derbyshire. It's just outside Pike Hall, so it's about half an hour from me. Um, It's in the middle of absolutely fucking nowhere. Like you've never seen a festival in the middle of nowhere at all. Behind the main stage, you can just see hills and mountains. It's it's a beautiful area. Um, It gets a bit muddy. It's
0: beautiful around there.
2: But yeah, it's absolutely beautiful.
0: And it's a camping one, is it? You're allowed to? I guess it's like download the camping situation.
2: Yeah, it's camping and it's quite a cheap festival, similar price to Bloodstock, probably. I'd say you know, just another two hundred quid. Mark. See, I think that's really good. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really good festival,
0: especially after our conversation the other week about the price of concert tickets. I think that two hundred odd quid for a festival is is and for the bands that you get and for the experience you're going to have, I think that's brilliant.
2: Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's why the little festivals are going to do better. I think this year more than any other festivals because. Download, for instance, yes, you've got Metallica twice, but it's over 300 quid for a, a few days. And it, it stretches people's budget, you know. It's it's difficult. So support those mm. independent festivals, guys. Good year to do it.
0: So Rock and Ring have announced the Foo Fighters in a European festival exclusive. Um, so we did report on the Foo Fighters appearing at uh, Boston something boston live boston festival uh in america um but uh, now they're coming to europe to rockham ring uh to i mean i'd love to see this i would love to see this it looks like a hell of a lineup as well
2: sort a ludicrous lineup is what it is and they've snagged them foo fighters as a festival exclusive for the entire of europe which is there's a lot of money floating around there let's put it that way
0: ah <laughs> yeah i mean just look at some of these names Incredible. Um, Bring Me the Horizon, Bury Tomorrow. Uh, Do you know what? There's a lot of German ones here, which, I mean, Die die Totenhausen. We do have one or two listeners in Germany, so hello to you. Um, Employed to Serve, Evanescence, Fever 333, Finch, Five Finger Fistfuck. Um,
2: (laughs) Can can you you pronounce a band just next to Mantar for me, please, Neil? Mantar.
0: Oh, um, M main of smooth main a smooths smooths Many moves. Many moves. Uh Mishugga, motionless in whites, no effects, uh nothing but thieves. There's I mean this does this, this does does this not look like an amazing festival? Fucking fantastic lineup,
3: isn't it? Um Yeah, it's but to be fair to Rock and Ring. They always, always tend to have a high
0: ranking lineup, in yeah. my opinion. And I just, yeah,
3: that'd that be
0: incredible, incredible. To be honest, a lot of these could be headliners in their own right.
3: They could. There's some real big hitters on there. There really is. Um, you, you could quite easily see some of these headlining UK festivals or close to headlining UK festivals. This is a this is a stacked lineup. This is proper stacked.
0: Papa Roach, Limp Biscuit, Rise Against, Some Forty One, Spirit Box, uh, Tenacious D, uh, Steel Panther, obviously. Yunaka. Um, wow, this is going to be. I mean, I don't know that much about Rockham Ring to be honest. Is it? Is it? A, a, I guess it's a few days of festival
2: yeah it's three days and it's similar to the running in Leeds kind of vibe so there's Rock and Ring and Rock in Park which share the share the same lineup over the weekend so it's yeah so it's two festivals in one really but yeah it's a three day three day event
0: wow now it, it, it to go to this as a brit would be quite um a big deal wouldn't it you'd have to i mean obviously it's a different country where they speak a different language so you'd be having to book flights hotels travel um, and all of that sort of business, so it wouldn't be a little pissy thing like just going to download every year. It's it's quite a big deal this for us, I think.
2: Yeah, it's quite a big task. But think there's there's a lot of companies that still do coach trips across across there. You know, packages where you get your tickets and your and your coach travel from as far up as Glasgow and Edinburgh. Uh, same with you for like Hellfest and stuff. So just drive. I mean,
3: just, just, yeah, just get a camper and drive. You could,
0: couldn't you? Yeah. I mean, it would be an adventure. I mean, I think the whole thing would be an adventure to go to Rockham Ring if you were going to drive.
3: Best pod European road trip? <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs>
0: don't you think we'd want, we'd want a tour bus? Yeah. Oh, obviously, obviously.
3: A better one yeah. that they had to download at uh, an RIP, though. We don't want that no,
0: on my exactly. <laughs> And uh, Lee can drive. Yeah, if you want. It's very similar (laughs) to a Fiesta. Yeah, there
4: you
0: go. Not amused. (laughs) Um, Massive Waggons have added a VIP option to their tour, and it has ruffled a few feathers. I think at this point, we've been over this, you know, where bands are... Keen to make money because it's very nice to play your music. Um, and, you know, people have, have people enjoy it, but unless you're making money as a band, you're kind of stuck, aren't you really? You can't do much. So they yeah, you have,
3: you're, 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 a, you're a business, aren't you? You're a business at the end of the day.
0: Mm. Facebook hosted this message from massive wagons on their page. Uh, the grand package Ticket Upgrade, available now. UK Tour News, our brand new for 2023 grand package. Ticket Upgrade gets you into the venue early for a 90-minute pre-show experience where you can watch soundcheck, get a guided tour of the stage with band and crew members, Q&A session, and a personal photo opportunity with the band. All in all, the perfect way to usher in the evening's noise. Um, Your exclusive VIP tour, Laminate with MW lanyard means you can jump the queue for doors and get to the barrier the merch desk will be open so you can get first dibs and use your complimentary tour tote bag to carry the swag neat uh, upgrade numbers are very limited find them price and more info at the link below etc um so i think it's quite a good option uh but the, some of the comments were not quite as happy um some complaining that unfortunately they would not be able to afford this um going on from our conversation the other time about uh, you know what people pay for gigs and how much concerts cost these days but it's it's an option you don't have to have this it's not like they're taking away regular tickets you can still go to the massive wagons gig have a great time without doing this option uh, and so uh, I, I think that people are just unhappy because they're skint. <laughs> and they, they don't uh, like yeah. the idea of people making this kind of money. But, you know, what like, what the hell else
2: are they going to do? It's yeah, supply r- and demand, isn't it? Yeah. The other issue is massive wagons p- of friendly people, so people have got this for free for so long. That That's the other issue, because they're just nice people. So... Yeah, I suppose it's it's a shock when people are having to pay to meet the band. I mean, they'll still be hanging around the stage doors afterwards nine times out of ten. It's not like a separate thing. Um But yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good idea. Get that bit of extra money in. We know venues take cuts of merch.
0: So And if Massive Wagons is your band, you wanna meet them, you wanna have this experience with them and you will pay.
3: Yeah, I mean that—that's the point, isn't it? If you'd only put this kind of package together if you know people are willing to pay for it.
0: There's somebody here saying this is such a shame you're charging for your fans to meet you. Um, you know, well, it's, I, I,
3: I wasn't—I wasn't aware that being in a band kind of gave everybody the God-given right to meet you. Um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, don't, I, I, get, I get the whole public life thing, celebrity thing, and and uh, you know, you, you have there's some expectation there that you're going to be the public eye, and people are going to want to speak to you. But there's no God given
0: right. There's one here that says, uh, I wonder um, if you could continue to tour solely on the proceeds from those queue jumping VIPs, because if all the rest of us were mere ordinary fans, choose to vote with their feet. As I will, and stop buying your tickets because of this. You won't be touring much in the future. Oh, squish, squish, very sad. Why don't you just enjoy the band? And, you know, it's not like they're asking a million pounds for this. Just, just, just cool your beans. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Squat. Gojira, Mastodon, and Lorna Shaw have announced a Mega Monsters US tour.
2: I was really hoping we wouldn't talk about it <clears throat> because it's 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 one of these tours that America's got that we won't. And you know, Gazira over here in a few weeks' time with alien weaponry, but I'd much rather Gazira, Mastodon, and Lorna Shore. Like that's it's just an incredible lineup. I mean, you won't come away with any eardrums, or you know, your neck's <laughs> going to be fucking snapped. But it's. It, it's that I'd pay a lot of money for that. This does look incredible, doesn't it? Lee, are
0: you not bothered about this?
1: I am. I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I'm silently listening in to obviously all your opinions, but I, yeah, that, that it, as you said, this looks absolutely awesome. Gojira, one of my favourite bands. Uh, Masterson, I've all I've always liked as well. Lorna Shore are something absolutely. Uh, they've burst onto this onto the metal scene in the last year or so, and. This would be absolutely an epic tour. Um, I'm praying, praying that Gojira turn up at download, especially on the Saturday. Um, obviously that's the day that I want to go. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but that that does look like a hell of a tour. And like Eamon said, it's annoying that it's one of those tours that the Americans get that we that again over in the UK we would love to have, because it's that's just an, an insane lineup.
0: He says, uh, teaming up for what promises to be an unforgettable jaunt of epic proportions, iconic Grammy Award-winning heavy rock band Mastodon will join forces with the Grammy Award-nominated French Heavy Metal Luminaries Gojira for the Mega Monsters Tour, a massive co-headline tour across North America in 2023, along with special guests Lorna Shore on all dates.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: thought you were off then
1: almost
2: <laughs> um <laughs> we've not talked about envisions enough, so he's going
1: <laughs> well, I, had to, well, I had to put the flag back up now you mentioned, now that you've mentioned it, yeah, I had to put the flag back up he fell down see I didn't, ah see, I didn't bring it up this week. well All done to me. if think. we're
2: being really picky. When you were talking about landmarks during Slam Dunk, none of us noticed mentioned it, but you, you did say they were very visionary.
1: I suppose, yeah, the, the the soundboard that Neil's got sat there <laughs> that didn't do the little tune, did you? So,
0: <laughs> no. Uh, well, I'm I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to overuse it. Fallout Boy have a new album. Uh, so much for Stardust out on the 24th of March. Um, there's also two singles love from the other side and heartbreak feels so good is out now
2: um guitars and fun music videos are back is what it says I think here. you'll find they, they are my detailed notes for the show um which oh, I is really see. helpful they're, they're my they're my de- they're my detailed notes um but yeah if, if you're a fan of old school fallout boy uh you're gonna be very happy um you know the guitars are back they never really left but they got replaced by a lot of um a lot of synths instead but guitars are back it's it's old school pop punk and the vi- music videos do you remember music videos used to have like a story to them so, like mm. special guests like spoiler yeah. alert they kidnapped rivers kumo from Re- Weezer in one of them but It's they've just taken things right back. I mean, I don't know why they've done good music videos because when's the last time you just stumbled across a music video? But it's like it's just incredible, like to have them back properly. Because we saw them live last year and they were really good. And I've loved everything they've put out for a while, but nothing beats proper guitar based pop punk, in my opinion. So, have you pre ordered this album then? I'm not made of money.
0: Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I know you're spending a on gigs, aren't you?
2: Yeah, exactly. I probably will do. <laughs> um, and there's some singles out as well. Have you heard the singles? They are very, very good. Love from the Other Side was the first one out, and that's, yeah, it's got such an old-school feel to it. And then Heartbreak feels so good is, is a very funny music video. Um, they're both good music videos, but... Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Cool. Is it is it the kind of band you'd actually go and see? I have been to see. Um, have you? Been to see him on our own show, talk, shows a couple of times. I saw him way back at like Leeds. First time I saw him was back in Leeds Festival two thousand five or six. Wow. Um, but yeah, I've been to see him at arena shows a couple of times. Um well somewhere at Download, but yeah, they played Download, that was a good time. And then yeah, we'll probably go see him on the next tour. I mean, they've just announced a tour with Bring Me No Horizon in America, which is a massively big tour, which, again, I don't want to talk about because I'll get sad. So, oh. things, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed after, like, festival season, they might come across for an arena tour, I would, I would suspect. Yeah.
0: Um, as Everything Unfolds have a new single out called Ultraviolet. Um, now we cross live to Bister, to Lee, who has all the details.
1: It's really, really, really good. <laughs> that's, that's all I need to say. See, how it's, did
0: I know it was you that put this one in the in this It in wasn't script. me.
1: It wasn't me, actually. Um, wasn't it? I, I was quite surprised. I am as surprised as you are to see that on there. Um, I looked at the script, <laughs> I think it was last week, and I saw it I thought, fuck, I've got to listen to oh, it. Of
0: course, you're off social media, aren't you? I forgot completely about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously read the scripts and then I had I look I had to look through it and li- listen to the song it's so good it it, it it the the opening part of the track it reminds me of very much of like a, a new like new metal sort of era like the yeah. late 90s 2000s nice. it's a sort of like uh record scratch it almost sounds like a record scratch at the beginning um i've probably got that completely wrong but it sounds very techie. i loved it um Chorus, brilliant. Uh it, honestly. Um I've I've listened to the first three tracks from the new album that's supposed to be coming out soon. And I'm very excited by the, the um the full album. They've done really, really well. Um one of my main sticks. How many albums them?
0: have they had so far?
1: Uh la, 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 la. This could be their first. I just needs to, I'm just double checking that. Or the first first uh big studio album. I'm just gonna just double check and make sure I'm not lying. No, sorry. They brought one out in 2021. uh, With within each lies the other, uh, which is obviously which is most of the tracks they played at download. um, Which is a very good album. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, if yeah, fantastic.
1: They've not wasted time um, getting this new record out. Actually, like obviously they've they released a few singles um, from the new from the new album, which it looks like. Um, But yeah, two year gap for a new album. It's pretty good. They've obviously. Picked up a lot of steam, and not just from me talking about him on the podcast.
0: Imagine if you were the driving force of their career.
1: I mean, on well, FistPod. I mean, I'm from High Wycombe. They're from High Wycombe. It makes sense. Uh, I mean, I think that my my biggest my biggest peeve about this band is when I hear her sing. It's such a Wycombe accent. It's such a a, a High Wycombe way of speaking. Oh, really? I know, like you, you won't notice it. We're obviously talking to me because you think, no. "Oh, I'm from down south." We've all got the same accent.
0: Down south, yeah. But yeah. it's
1: the same. How I look at um, the north, uh, like you, you all sound so oh. similar to me. <laughs> but if you went to like Burnley, Blackburn, and Bolton, all three towns have all got three different accents, and it's the same down That's here. Like the same here. Really? Like like. The Wickham accent to me stands out so much. It's 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 insane. Yeah, but,
0: uh, give me a, a classic example of a word in a Wickham accent.
1: No, because it's going to sound the same to you. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to have to force it. No, I'm interested. It. So the the Wickham the Wickham accent is def- it's a mixture between country and Cockney. Which is really, really annoying because every time you speak to someone from any other part of the country, you are a a Cockney or you're from London, and everyone I've spoken to in Wickham hates the comparison. We don't like being compared to being from London. But, really, but because Wickham, uh, like Buckinghamshire, Oxfordshire, those sort of areas, we're so we're countryside. So there's 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 yeah, there's sometimes we'll uh, colour ours and and all that. It's... It's a weird, oh, I never noticed that. It's a weird mixture of an accent.
0: I did never notice you do that, even though you've lived down in Devon.
1: Mm, Devon? I've never Devon, noticed Cornwall, you do that with your I, R's. Yeah, no. I,
0: I've only noticed Dave do it.
1: I don't even notice it when Dave does it. I'm, don't you notice it? No, I've stopped, no, I've stopped noticing it.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Okay. Well, we can leave that there with the accents and everything. I would just want to point out as well that the other day I heard Rich sound a bit Welsh. I mean, it's not
3: beyond the realms of possibility that that's true. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, because I don't think you sound very Welsh, but you, there's a particular there's a that the odd word here or, here and there that I hear it sounds a bit Welsh. W- when I if,
3: if I have a couple of drinks and. I get onto one of my rants or rambles, as I quite often do, as Eamon will attest to. Yeah. Um, it comes out more. Uh, and that, that, that kind it. of, that North Wales twangs there. Because I, I, I'm really happy that I haven't got a Wrexham accent <laughs> because I fucking hate the Wrexham accent. <laughs> People <laughs> say it sounds Scouse, but it doesn't because I love the Scouse accent. But it's it's like a really kind of, well, it's, it's horrible. Just I'm just glad that I haven't got the Wrexham accent.
0: It's weird that you say Scouse because one of the first times I worked in Stoke-on-Trent, I thought I met a Scouser. But no, it was a yeah. local with a Stoke accent. Yeah.
3: Very, very similar accent. Isn't very
0: it, it's similar. so weird? Because it's like someone, we imagine meeting a Scouser with quite a light Scouse accent. That's right, isn't it, Eamon? Because you, you lived near there.
2: Yeah, the Stoke accent's basically a Scouser that smoked 60 cigarettes a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much...
0: Yeah, fun with accents. Um, so, um, Brixton Academy um, has been in the news a lot lately. The closure has forced bands like Beartooth, I Prevail and Lamb of God to upgrade to a slightly bigger venue, Wembley Arena. <laughs> that's,
1: what? That's, that's insane. I mean there's that that is that is just a huge jump in capacity um i imagine the ticket price is probably still the same um but that's inc- that's incredible because i mean i know brixton's not massive but it's not small either but wembley is huge so it's yeah. amazing how even oh i know we can't do brixton so we'll just we'll we'll we'll, we'll put them in the next best thing wembley it's, that's that's unless it was the only venue available I
2: think it's a case of that. A lot have gone into, um, <clears throat> I think, the, the Apollo and all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, Lamb of God, the Lamb of God tour with creators as main support is probably at stretch arena tour, like a small arena tour anyway. That one's not too much of a stretch, I don't think, at like a half arena setup. But when you've got back like Beartooth, who have barely touched the surface over here, I mean, they're incredible, but Beartooth and I Prevail... Have barely touched the service. They're both on sold out tours, but yeah, even at a half arena setup, is it what? It might be close to Brixton at half arena, maybe, but
1: that's if you shift seating tickets as well, which I imagine I they're probably not opening the seats, but. So, so, so. Okay, I mean, I'm so presuming I, they're going to be. I must have got that wrong then. So, obviously, me just going ahead with it, I thought you meant that they were, they'd open up the whole arena to the bands, but it's, so well, it's, uh, it's. 12,000, that's still quite a lot. I mean, how Brixton's not yeah. near that, is it? It's like Brixton at like 5,000. Brixton's about 5,000. Yeah. I mean, I don't know.
2: Nothing's been really confirmed as to whether things are full venue or not. But even so, like the stage is bigger than Brixton, mm. the, the sound is bigger than Brixton, the lights are bigger, the whole production's bigger than Brixton, even at half mast. <laughs> but it's <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so are they still keeping the prices the same? Are you paying academy prices for a, a Wembley Arena gig? I believe they're
2: the same price. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to tell because a lot of these tours, of so the a of God tour, sold out like decades ago. Um, so it's it's hard. I can It's hard to tell if they have or not. But I imagine there'll be a few more booking fees. But it's not going to be yeah. much more because they've got to sell the tickets. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know if how Wembley Arena are dealing with the promoters. Have they done it as a favour? Has to, have they had to take an extra charge? You know, it's. Mm. I don't know how this yeah, works. It's,
0: yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit more of a proposition isn't it, Wembley Arena than Brixton Academy. I mean, it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole different animal. Uh, so I'd imagine they've they've must have worked something out because you you know if you're paying. You know, I don't know how much they cost, but if you let's say you're paying forty quid, I don't know. I mean, because um, if you're talking Brixton Academy, Lee, didn't you say fifty five pounds, something like that, that uh, placebo wanted?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, placebo we were after about. Because uh, we're talk- I, I'd say we're talking
0: arena prices at fifty five pounds. Actually. I
1: so
2: mean, yeah, it- I'm just on Ticketmaster now, and Lamb of God are selling. Seated tickets for Wembley Arena. It looks like the full arena as well. Maybe, well, maybe not actually, really? but £41.85 each. I say it looks like the full arena. These seats are at the back of the arena, but the stage showing is showing up. That's still
0: decent. That's, that's great.
2: Yeah. Wembley Arena prices. Wow. 40, 40 quid for a seated ticket for Lama God a Creator. Pretty good. Not, yeah. Pretty decent. You go in? Uh it's getting it's getting to London, that's the issue. I'd love to go to that. But it's a Tuesday. And Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm a poor working man. Yes. Thanks, Tories. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Rich, could we tempt you?
3: Oh, I'm more than tempted. Oh, I'm more than tempted to go and see uh well, I'm a garden creator, but just, again, it's 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 a long way, isn't it, weekday? But I think 40 quid, Wembley Arena, it's a bloody bargain, isn't it?
0: Yeah, if you lived Absolutely. in the area and you were interested, you'd, you'd definitely go to this, wouldn't you?
3: Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be all over it.
0: Evanescence have announced a fallen theme makeup palette and now you too can look like a millennial goth icon nice. which is something we've all wanted when staring into the mirror is to look <laughs>
3: like uh, look
2: like Amy Lee yes exactly I
3: mean, do, we, I mean, do we actually get to turn into Amy Lee I, think I, I could probably amuse myself for a couple of hours
0: I would imagine it's like a sort of cosplay uh. effort. Uh, <laughs> but with a good imagination, you might get yourself there. <laughs> um, the story here from Louder Sound or Metal Hammer depending on which part of the website you look at. Uh, New Metal has been uh, uh, blazing a comeback trail over the past couple of years, but 2023 looks like the point where the resurgence really comes into its own. Following the news earlier this week that Korn have teamed up with cosmetics company HipDot to produce a makeup palette based on their seminal 1998 album Follow the Leader... Uh, Sorry, I'm just thinking about Lee. (laughs) Lee, would you are you going for this would you would you do yourself up as in the nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety eight 1998 album follow the leader i'm trying so, to imagine you in makeup to be honest
1: two things when i first saw this i thought well i've really dyed my hair for Download. i've really pierced my ears maybe makeup is the is yeah. my is my next step into um the, the, the my downward spiral um Okay. But yeah, I've just thought. Corn have teamed up with cosmetic companies. Hip dot to produce makeup palette based on that. Their... I'm so confused. I, I, I this is the first time I'm hearing of it. To be fair, so I find kind of find this weird. Like, it's something I would never imagine. I say only say weird because I just never would imagine them doing anything like this. Um hmm. In the same breath, it's something weird. It's something strange that Jonathan would do. I mean, he released a whole yeah. line of dog toys and stuff at the back end of yeah. last year.
0: He seems to be getting into with this all this whole corporate sort of um, thing, doesn't he? Of, of mm. monetizing the the look and the 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 you know the brand.
1: But I mean, hey, if you've got a link, guys, for the uh, the follow the leader um, makeup stuff, then yeah. Why not?
0: Do you know what? If if you do this, I think we need to see this on the show. I think you need to I need to <laughs> I need to see you sat there covered in makeup, please. The last um, time
1: I put makeup on was for a monomath in 2017 at Bloodstock. I went full Viking and the, did the you? And, and had some eyeliner on. That's the only time I've ever worn makeup. And I'll tell you what, I fucking Whilst obviously the wife was not intending to, I don't know how. I don't know how anybody would want to put on eyeliner. It's like it's fucking being stabbed in the eye, in stroking fashion. It just it was not comfortable. I, I just I, I feel for the people that like wearing makeup. I just feel like the the effort and the pain that you're going through. Fair play. Did you apply it yourself? No, the wife did it. I was. I don't know how to apply bloody <laughs> eyeliner. It's never something I've ever ever needed or wanted to do. Oh, okay. Until, 20, until 2017. And I said, I'm not going to be able to do it. Could you do it for me? And yeah, it just, it was, it's, it's someone who's never put to get this pack, before, get the practice in. Uh, yeah, well, um, again, I've got, a, I've got a corn themed palette coming my way. So yeah, I mean, I'll definitely have some practice.
0: So Evanescence have announced their own collaboration with Hip Dot to celebrate the 20th anniversary of their debut album fallen. Um, so I think this is fun. I like this. Um, I'm probably up for dressing up and doing things like this a bit more than the average. Um, and who knows, maybe I'll get it and come on and, uh, and and appear dressed like a millennial goth icon. Because I'm a, I'm a millennial, so I'm, I'm halfway there. Um, I'm not a goth, or an icon, but with the makeup, perhaps I could get there. Who knows? Yeah, I, I'm up for it.
3: You know, I'm I th- more than up for it.
0: I think you should. I think we all should. Why don't we all just come dressed as our favourite millennial goth icons? <laughs>
3: I, 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 honestly, let's do it. Yes. What are they charging for these things?
0: Um. Do you know it doesn't actually say?
3: Oh, it's never a good sign, is it?
0: No. <laughs> No, um, well, it's a makeup palette, but it's from a it's from a band, in not So who knows? Who knows? Perhaps they'll they'll have it on their merch stalls. Panic at the Disco have split up, according to a statement from Brendan Urie. Um, in fairness, uh, I'm not that disappointed. Uh, there had one track which I liked, um,
2: so <laughs> um I mean- he says split up. The original members left fucking years ago. It's been his solo project. I, I don't know why it's a big thing and everyone's getting upset by it. He just doesn't want to do Panic at a Disco anymore.
3: It's it's cause makes... it's a big thing because it's Brendan, new. read it's a centre of attention. So, yeah. um, I, I I used to like Panic, but I just I just I I very quickly went off them as I grew up.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't. Um, I have tried. I've tried to get into them. I did listen. Um, and um, the one track that got me interested was the one, that the, the single one that is played on Radio X. Uh, the single track, the Panic in the Disco track that makes it onto their playlist. I thought, oh, this is all right. Um, listen to the album that it comes from and the rest of the album is fuck all like that track. <laughs> it's so disappointing
2: why do people do that I don't know because it happens with a lot of bands nowadays especially bands that are for lack of a better word in the mainstream and bands that previously were quite consistent because Panic were quite consistent back in the day I I did like them I'm not going to lie I did like them but the, the last kind of well, what year in, 2023, probably 10 years, seven to 10 years' worth of output from that project is drivel, in my eyes, apart from the occasional song. But, yeah, I've got no interest.
0: Lovely use of the word drivel there from Eamon. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a word you hear very often. Um Yeah, I can't say I'm sad about this particularly, but there we are. Um oh here we are he says uh, the vocalist shared a written post on his Instagram revealing that he's expecting his first child with his wife Sarah and his journey into fatherhood will mark the end of the band he formed in Las Vegas in 2004 has it been that long Mm -hmm. wow makes you feel old doesn't it yeah and all that we can say as he stops the project is drivel (laughs) (laughs) drivel (laughs)
1: Panic
2: at the Drivel.
1: Are you crying there, Lee? Are you upset? No. About this? I, do you know, what? I I stuck it in because I thought I uh, a few uh, as 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 they're called now these days that the elder emos would be a bit uh, upset. No. Um, again, like you said, there's one song that I would recognise. There's one song that's okay. I mean, if it comes on in the do- in the doghouse and I'm very drunk, I might have a boogie to it but other than that exactly (laughs) like that rich Uh, i just no it's no skin off my nose at all no drivel
0: no it's a shame really isn't it because i think that i'm just disappointed that 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 it it wasn't better as an act um because i feel like there was a potential there in that song that i liked (laughs) yeah i I had high hopes yeah, did you ever, as a kid, um, hear a song on the radio and think, oh, that's fucking amazing. And Then you went to go and get the album, and then the album was fucking shit. And you thought, oh, God, what am I going to do? Um, and so you tried to take the CD back, and the fucking shop didn't want to take it, did they? They didn't want to take it. So what? you had to come up with a good lie or some sort of story to get the shop to accept the CD back. Now, I came up with quite a few as a kid. I said, oh, I've bought the wrong one. Um, or, oh, it's jumping. It jumps on this track. Um, but they always looked to me with a bit of suspicion. You just don't like this album, Neil. We just don't want to play it and keep it. Did you come up with any interesting lies <laughs> to, to return any music?
3: C- can I just ask? How many times did you do this if you knew the shopkeeper yeah. by name and he knew that you were clearly lying about it? Was this like a, a daily thing, a weekly thing, a monthly thing?
0: I spent a lot of time in HMV. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Um, and do you know what? Um, I even tried the trick because it, right, right, back in the 90s, <laughs> before you were born, Lee, back in the 90s. I um, know. <laughs> oh so I'm biting
1: at that. So I was born in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: there were two HMVs on Market Street in Manchester. Music was big. What can I say? Two separate HMV stores, one at the top of the street, one at the bottom. Um, so I, <laughs> I had bought a something I'd bought, I can't remember what it was. I would bought a CD from the top end in the big store and thought, Oh, it might be easier if I go to the little store and return it there. It's the same shop. They should still take it and tried it. And he says to me, you didn't buy it from this, this, this store, did you? No, no. I bought it from the one up there. Well, why didn't you return it to them then? Oh, because this one was closer. And you could see he wasn't really buying it. He wasn't really buying anything I'd got to sell. Um, So it was always awkward, but I just don't want to tolerate having to spend 15 quid for a crap album for the one song that I
2: like.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
2: Rightfully so. I don't think I ever had that experience. I don't think I ever had to. But the only time I would have wanted to, and I remember being... Vividly disappointed, and I'm going to lose metal credits here. <laughs> um, I went to brought bought the uh, single "Freak Me" by Another Level. Wow, um, <laughs> which was a proper belter. Love that. I'm fairly can you certain. Si-
3: Could you sing a few lines for us? <laughs>
2: um,
0: no. <laughs> is, it that, is it is it the one that goes you, something like? um i wanna lick you up and down is that the one is that the one can get that right that's, that's, that's the one
2: <laughs> that's the one so you bought that. i i i bought that and now i'm not certain if the next single be alone no more came out before or after the album release but i remember there was those two songs and i'm sure there was like there was more than 10 songs on the album and it was utter crap oh and i remember just i think i Gave it to my brother for Christmas. But I'm not certain. <laughs> <laughs> have that. You'll enjoy yeah, just this. Take it away. <laughs> I, I never resorted to, to codding shopkeepers.
0: Have it. Is this just this can't just be me?
1: I'm sure it's not. You've yeah. never returned
0: a CD album?
1: No, not because I, I, didn't I like can't it. say I have.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean. I, perhaps, am uh, maybe uh, one or two years older and and come uh, uh, was into music maybe one or two years young, uh, earlier and ha- had the experience of early 90s music um, being really shit. <laughs> More shit than perhaps it got towards the end of the 90s.
3: You're just looking for excuses <laughs> now. Yeah. Is, is your middle I, name I... Karen?
2: <laughs> Karen? I'm not uh, going to explain this one.
0: Anyway, <laughs> um, so um,
3: oh, now then. Did, 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 oh, sorry, did you um? Did, I take it you taped them all first before you returned them.
0: Um, this did happen once with a Tony <laughs> Braxton CD. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, I was into pop music as a child. Uh anyway. Um now there's this interesting story next that I don't think that anybody saw coming. Um uh, <laughs> uh, Dolly Parton is to record an album with Slipknot. Now can you imagine?
3: I'm what just going to rip my patch off
0: my jacket Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know how this came about. I don't know what. I mean. It's a hell of a. It's a hell of an image to see her stood in front of them all, um, in a big, you know, red dress with a cleavage on show, and then we'll stood behind I, them in, in masks. And
3: I mean, to be fair, they, they they all wear rubber masks and plastic and latex, and half of their body is probably made up of similar, <laughs> sim- similar items. So I think actually this is a good shoe in for Slipknot.
0: She fits in, doesn't she? Yeah,
3: this, uh, isn't real. On, this
0: is a country superstar. Hang on a minute! No, it's it's a minute. in Madhouse it. magazine, the no, comedy re- magazine. Comedy yes, magazine, it's, it's, right? It's no, okay, fair. It's yeah. satire.
1: Yeah, I was, <laughs> exactly. was going to fuck it. So I, uh, I looked at the first few lines of that article <laughs> and thought, because okay, uh, <laughs> uh, a laugh? post of the maggots, Jolene nine of five, and I just thought, "For fucks, sake, this isn't real." <laughs> but yeah, this I is saw this and I thought, "This has got to go
0: in." This has got to go in. Uh, He says... Uh, this is, yeah, Madhouse Magazine. Country, country superstar, legend, and international treasure, Dolly Parton, has announced that she's currently in the studio with heavy metal band Slipknot. They are ri- writing and recording songs together that will appear on Slipknot's new album due out later this year. We recorded new metal vision, versions of my songs, Jolene and Nine to Five, said Dolly. Then we recorded new versions of the Slipknot songs. Wait and Bleed and Pulse of the Maggots. They're such nice boys and I had such fun writing and recording with them. They're very talented. I just love them. They're my new favourite band. I'm going to
3: regret this, but... Jolene! 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 Jolene!
2: I mean... Ow. It works. There's got to be a metal version out there, right? Of Jolene and 9 to 5, surely. They've got to now I hope so. if...
3: <laughs> If not, we need to record one.
2: Lastly,
0: our last story today is um, from our listener, Andy Tuner-Groves, who has had a bit of a – he's had a delivery. He's had a delivery from download. He's had a package through. So uh, Andy received a watch with the new Download 20 uh, logo on it uh it has uh and on on the clock face it's got a picture of the download logo um i don't actually remember seeing this in because we did take a look at the uh the christmas um there was a christmas uh, catalog wasn't there for download and there was a watch maybe there wasn't a watch but clearly he's got these from somewhere (laughs) i don't know because i didn't see this did you see this
2: no, I must have snuck past me, but it must have been a limited edition or something, but it looks snazzy. Snazzy as fuck, yes, you're
0: right. Um, is th- Would you go for this? Would you have this? I'm, I'm not a
2: watch guy, but oh, I could be, swayed. could be swayed.
0: Yeah, if they had this in uh, like the merch stall, would you be looking at this?
2: After a few drinks, I'd probably buy one, not gonna lie. Would you really? I, I'm, I'm reckless with money and it's quite a, I mean, download, especially because I've gone for so long. I've got everything has got download written on. Yeah. I've not got a watch. So, yeah, I would. <laughs> would you?
0: Yeah. What, what do you reckon, Lee?
1: As someone who used to make watches, uh, Did it's, you? It's, it's, oh, yeah, I used to work for a watch company. Um okay, Lee. Yeah, so the outside edge. So I'm pointing at the screens if you can see me. So the outside edge oh. uh, it's called a bezel. Yeah, I used to make I used to make those in, mach- um, in CNC machines. Um, oh wow! It's um, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's got that. Um, I I imagine this will be something that will be sold at download this year. Obviously, uh, with the twenty on it, and maybe you have to ask him how he got himself. Oh, his hands because on it's it. a
0: special anniversary. Oh, yeah. that, that's why I never thought.
1: You have to ask him how he got hold of it because, um, yeah, because like you, like you guys said, I didn't see it on any merch, so I didn't see it advertised at all. Um, maybe he's just a special one.
0: Maybe. Can we see this on, on your um, wrist, Rich?
3: I mean, does it have a quality Swiss movement and <laughs> – um, I used to love wearing watches. Uh, when I wear a watch now, it is an Apple Watch and I kind of rely on that a lot. bit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm probably the same as Eamon, you know. I'd I, I probably say no, but if I was inebriated in the drink and drunk mm. and me and Eamon are at the merchant all together, especially, <laughs> then we'd probably end up paying about 200 quid for. Yeah. yeah, a watch is probably worth about a fiver. And,
0: uh... Do you know... <laughs> you make a good point there, Rich, actually, because I'm sure you could get that logo, the Download 20 purple and white logo, and just stick that on your Apple Watch and have the same effect <laughs> for for basically the price of an Apple Watch. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd... I, I mean, you, I, you know, you can't get them anyway. Obviously, they've sold out, because, I mean, <laughs> who saw it? Who saw it for sale? I didn't. Um,
3: but yeah, Andy. I mean, Andy's, consider- considerably, we went through the merch sh- store I shop know, as well online. In
0: detail, yeah. Um, so well done, Andy, for getting that. It's, it's, you know, it's, it might be worth uh, a few quid in a few years. Actually, that. Um, sell so it, sell
3: it to Aiden at the merch store
0: Yes, yes look for, for Aiden. Find me on, on day three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that. Covers all of our news. And next, let's find out what gigs you can go to in our guide.
1: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from
2: Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80%
1: less than similar brands.
0: So now it's time to have a look at our gig reviews. We have been out and about. Um, uh, I particularly went to Birmingham, as I mentioned one or two times uh, in the programme, and I went to go and see Sleep Token, where I got this fabulous piece of merch, which is very figure hugging as I'm sure you've noticed. Um, And uh, the first act to come on was Northlane, the uh, Australian band who i thought i've never seen them before actually i don't think and i'm trying to think whether i've ever seen them download i must have done but i can't recall it um and they they were good they were good i mean it's not particularly a band i'm gonna follow but i enjoyed their performance but the thing is that it was it was a sold-out gig for sleep token and that's who uh, obviously all of us were all waiting for and it was um a very wild crowd it was packed in there 3000 people and i would have liked to move about a bit but it was i was like a, a sausage in a packet you see like this um could not move it was amazing they did some of their new tracks uh they did the ones that we all know from um uh, this place will become your tomb their album uh, that's out at the moment and they're, they're teasing i think a new album because they've they've got four tracks out now uh, from the upcoming album, which we assume is coming, don't know when that is. They haven't actually announced it. They don't speak during the tracks. They don't speak to the audience um, at all. But it is—it's quite. I mean, you're encapsulated, and 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 it's quite. Uh, it's to watch a Sleep Token gig. If you're really into them, you know, and you really love the music, it can grab hold of you. It's, it really. Uh, and to see it live, it's you know, because some bands. Are not great live um, and and uh, they don't make the most of it but a sleep so can really do um, now well, I don't know if you know all the band members have <laughs> numbers apart from vessel vessel the singer um, and then you've got two who's the drummer you've got three the bassist and four the guitarist and then you've got the choir stood again like right, sausages stood at the back um, and uh, three the bassist was doing lots of high kicks high kicks During his bits, uh, dancing about in his Nike uh, shoes, I noticed. um, Just really, you know, I'm not sure about, um, because I've never been to the academy before, actually. It's the academy uh, in Birmingham that they were playing at. And I'm not sure if I was standing in a funny place. But for me, it could have been louder. I would have enjoyed it being louder. But I mean, I guess there's some, you know, there's, there's regulations about how loud a gig can be. And two, I might have been standing in a place that was a bit more muffled. because I I don't know if you know the place. There's a a second tier. um, And I was standing sort of near to the underneath of one of these tiers. And I'm not sure if that was a great place acoustically to stand, um, because I I doubt that they, um, you know, think about the, the sound reaching all these far... Places underneath, it, hidden away, and stuff. Um, it could have been. It could have been a, a more clear sound for me. I think that's that's more venue related than actual gig. You know, I thought Sleep Sleep Token were fantastic. I enjoyed every second of it, um, and uh, would would happily go and watch them again. I think they're fantastic. It's the first time I've actually been to one of their gigs. Well, it was one of their gigs. I've seen them twice at Download, but to see them do their own stuff—about an hour and a half of Sleep Token. Uh, was was exciting. Um, and, and, and they were playing their new stuff, and I'm thinking, I don't know this one. Don't know that. What's that? Is this a new one? And I'm trying to place it because, you know, it's, you, you hear stuff and you think... Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, amazing new tracks. Go and see them if you can. I think they've just finished uh, a run of uh, dates, but they inevitably will be talking, touring again because they love to tour. So go and have a look. Eamon, you've been out and about, haven't you?
2: I have been out and about. I've uh, not been quite as far afield as you, Neil. I've been very close by in the big smoke we call Stoke-on-Trent. Oh, Um, yes. We were lucky enough, I think I mentioned on the last podcast, lucky enough to get two excellent gigs coming our way um, in the last week. Uh, The first of which was Holding Absence and Void of Vision. They were playing in the Sugar Mill. Now, the first time I saw Holding Absence at the Sugar Mill was the day Chester Bennington died back in, was that 2017 or 2018? Oh, my and god! And was, it was about five years five years ago, and there was 20 people there watching Holding Absence at that point. 20? And yeah, there was no more. There was about 40 people in there for the band before, but this time around, it was pretty much a sold-out venue. And it was just something quite nice to see because, you know, they've gone from the kind of dregs to selling out a 400-cap venue in a very short space of time. And I think part of it was helped by bringing Void of Vision as well. So for anyone who doesn't know the history between Void Division Vision and uh, Holding Absence, Void Division Vision are an Australian metalcore band. So when Void Division had a tour around Australia, they were big fans of Holding Absence, so invited them across to Australia to come wow. and support on their tour. Yeah, so Holding Absence has repaid the favour this time round to drag them out on their 20-date-long tour, but they're just coming to the end of now. And Holding Absence has just absolutely smashed it, as did Void of Vision. Uh, Void of Vision are going to go just on the up from here in the UK, I think. I think it's their fourth time across. It'd be good to see them. Um, my voice has gone, apparently. That's from all the singing. But uh, it'd be good to see them come across and do a few more festivals, I think. And of course, holding absence was uh, it was just another level, and there you're not going to see them in venues that small again. They'll be academy size um, after this, I think. Uh, so that was kind of gig one we had.
0: They give a really energetic performance, don't they? I mean, just looking at some of your videos on social yeah. media, they were really uh, uh-
2: they they really go for it. And Lucas, there was a drinking game actually that a lot of the fans, the hardcore fans, had for this tour. They um, basically every time Lucas did a high kick or a spin kick of some some form, um, people had to take a shot. And if you did that, you'd be hammered within two <laughs> songs of the set. Like it's just <laughs> ludicrous. But yeah, really, really high energy, really, really high energy, and equally as high energy was two nights later in uh, in the Victoria Hall in Stoke, and that was with Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls uh supported by the lottery winners and just touching on the lottery winners as a support band they are more indie pop than Frank Turner ever has been but they are one of the best indie pop bands you'll will find out there at the minute uh especially live the frontman is just one of the funniest friendliest people you've ever met if it's basically a stand up comedy gig at the same time oh. uh, it's just it's just it's just dead good without it being cheesy as well But yeah, they play some really good indie pop and they've got a new album coming out in a few months, uh, which they want to get to number one. And, you know, they've supported the likes of Tom Jones on tour um, in stadiums recently. And I think they could probably do it. Um, They do have a massive amount of support. So they're one to watch out for. And then Frank Turner needs nothing really saying about him. He's a proper showman. Got an old school hardcore punk rock vibe. He came on stage, rattled through close to 30 songs in an hour and a half. Wow. And yeah. And it, you know, you have the usual solo stop in the middle for a few songs. It's it's just Frank Turner. I, I'll say it again. He epitomizes live music for me. Um does he? he yes, he does. I've never mentioned I that know. before. No. <laughs> um but I think it's just it's just it's just a mixture of the sing along anthems like every song is a sing along and every song you can dance to mosh to do whatever you like to and I think that just really makes it for a very very special evening whenever you see him so yeah that was that was Excellent. my week and I've got a very bad throat as a result <laughs>
0: nice okay well uh, next we are going to look at the events that are happening in the next couple of months
2: in our gig guide i've got a beautiful tour a beautiful tour that i'm not sure we've talked about surprisingly um but bloody wood are in the uk um in march they're doing a few dates not masses masses about six or seven they're going to brighton milton Keynes, glasgow manchester bristol camden That's London, by the way, and Birmingham. Um, So they are going all over the shop. So there's a chance to get them. And ticket prices are quite cheap because they're still relatively unknown over here. But I'm hoping to get to one of the dates because Bloody Wood destroyed Bloodstock last year. Like, absolutely ripped it apart. So to see them in a small venue whilst you've got the chance because I think they're just going to go from strength to strength in the UK, I think, is going to be pretty special.
0: Whereabouts are they playing?
2: So they are doing uh, Brighton, Milton Keynes, Glasgow, Manchester, Bristol, Camden in London and Birmingham.
0: Birmingham. Do
2: you remember the last week of March? And you can get tickets for about 15 quid probably, so, for most venues. Wow.
1: Gojira are scheduled to do their tour that was cancelled, um, cancelled beginning of last year if I remember correctly. They are playing in several venues around the UK. They are touring uh, with Alien Weaponry and um, Employed to Serve. So that's a quality lineup for um, support. Um, they are in Newcastle, Cardiff, Manchester, Nottingham, and Ali Pally in London, which is um, spread throughout the, what the second week of February. Uh, I would highly recommend it. If I had the if I had the spare cash, I'd be going. Um, and a second one I've got here as well is uh, Dream Theater, um, a band I missed in 2019 because I went home early, as I do. Um, again, you do, don't you? I do, and it's 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 one thing that really irritates me in hindsight, but at the time I just think it sounds like a good idea. Um, but yeah, they are playing in Manchester, uh, Birmingham, Glasgow. And London, uh, again during the second week of February. Um, I'd, rec- I'd recommend getting tickets for that as well. They are a quality band. You might only hear about three songs during an hour and a half set because um, their songs are fucking long. Um, if you think Opeth songs are long, um, Dream Theatre, about twice the length.
3: Butler for Valentine, uh, they're playing six dates, uh, end of February the March starting on Tuesday the 28th of February in Bristol at the O2 Academy before moving up north to Liverpool and Mountford Hall that's on the 1st of March and then Friday the 3rd in Newcastle at the O2 City Hall Monday the 6th of March in the O2 Academy in Leeds the 7th of March Birmingham O2 Academy and finishes off on the 8th of March at the O2 Guild Hall in Southampton and also on the bill with them is the Treu and Ginger. Uh, so uh, that's pretty, pretty good little night out of that, if you ask me. And in early March,
0: uh, we have uh, Pigs, 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 Pigs on tour, uh, who I was doing, a, I was listening to fairly recently, and <laughs> I just think they're great. Uh, not yeah. just because they've got a great name, um, but I like the tunes. Um So they have, um, now looking at this, there isn't very much on actually, they've got a gig in Leicester in March, then they've got another one in September, and then one more in October, now there must be more, um, but I'm not sure why exactly they have listed it like this, but anyway, um, this, the uh, Kulk, is supporting them, um, and on this one example that I can find, the gig is in Leicester, the fifth of March, um, and let's see what the venue is for that. Does it say O2 Academy? So that's going to be a good night.
1: They're on the lineup for um, ArcTangent as well, by the way.
0: They ah yes, and that's uh, you know I, I saw them there, and I thought, you know what, I'm going, to I'm going to give them a try. I'm going to give them a listen, um, and I actually really like the music. Uh, I don't know if they're from Leicester. Maybe that's why they're doing a gig in Leicester. I don't know. It seems like an odd, random date. But anyway, uh, so (laughs) hopefully we've given you some ideas about gigs to go to in the coming months. But next, let's take a look at our Festpod favourites. So this is where we recommend something we've seen that we like. So let's go first of all to Bista and Lee. What have you got for us?
1: So I found this randomly scrolling through uh, the Xbox Game Pass. Um, I haven't yet downloaded to play it, um, but I watched the trailer a couple of days ago, and it looks fantastic if you're a Metal fan and a gamer. It's called Metal Hellsinger. Um, It's basically a rhythm slash first person shooter game um, it looks like it looks like another, an, a different kind of doom um, you are you basically you are, you are the character called the unknown um, and she seeks to regain her stolen voice and she must break free of her prison in the hells and fight her way to, to face the ruler of hell the red judge um, I watched the trailer it looks fucking brilliant. It's basically like a shoot 'em up slash 'em up type uh, type game. Again, like I said, like a lot like Doom. Wow. Um, and it has it's got some
0: good reviews.
1: Yeah. The the music in it is it, it the artists that have got be, been involved is a fucking awesome lineup. You've got uh Mikhail Stand from Dark Tranquillity, Elisa White Glues from um, Arch Enemy. Uh, Tatiana Shemalik from, I think I said that right, uh, from uh, Ginger, Matt Heafy from Trivium, uh, Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. It looks fucking wicked. The music's the music with just those names involved looks sounds even better. And obviously, Serge T- uh, Tankian from System of a Down. It's available on all platforms: your PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox S and X, Xbox One. Um, yeah, I, I would recommend. That's my favourite of the week, and I am going to download it the minute that we end the podcast tonight.
0: So that is on quite a number of different platforms. Yeah. Um, you did say Xbox Game Pass, which um, I think is it's 10 quid a month, and it's like an Xbox subscription game right. thing, so you don't have a physical game. No. You just pay your money and download your game, pretty much, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Have you got an Xbox? I have an Xbox, a PlayStation, have a you? Nintendo Switch, and a PC, which is not a gaming PC, oh. but it, it does it does the job for when when it needs to be gamed on. Have
0: you got a Game Pass, Game tag thing for your Xbox?
1: No, I'm not an on, I'm not an online gamer. To be fair, I I, I find oh, the whole um, the whole concept gives me <laughs> uh, gives me anxious feelings about being called um, all sorts of of uh, slurs down the microphone by a 10-year-old who doesn't know what he's talking about um i just well, can he's
0: excellent at the game
1: <laughs> yeah kick, yeah kicking my ass like but calling yeah. me all names under the sun saying i'm I'm useless and i just i can't be bothered with the hassle i game for fun i'm not a serious gamer at all
0: absolutely yes i'm with you on that actually yeah i don't i think when when you when the uh, xbox 360 i think it was first came out and it was quite popular then to game online with people that you didn't know Hmm. and that that did become the experience didn't it of just being (laughs) just slagged down to fuck by people that you didn't know in another country who were excellent at the game and and just think you're a tosser um and and you don't need that really in your life you've got enough to deal with um never mind trying to get beat this boss on this level etc but i do quite like i like the idea of um this uh, this metal hell singer uh it's also on Steam it's on God what is that?
1: It's the e- Xbox it's... X. Yeah, what's so that? It's it's the new the, the new Xbox um has got oh, X- is it? oh Xbox X and then the Xbox S. The S is the digital version the oh. Xbox S is the one where you've got your disc drive your hard copy. Got a disc
0: right okay. Uh it's on the Xbox 1 it's on the PlayStation. That looks like the original PlayStation symbol to me but I don't know if they just use that as a thing. PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Can you see you uh, playing this one, uh, Eamon, on your on your
2: Twitch stream? Absolutely. I'd completely forgotten about it until Lee's just talked about it. It was in my sights when it first came out, and I'm sure it was in a tent at Bloodstock as well um, when it came out, but I completely forgot about it, and thank you, Lee, for reminding me because it's being downloaded straight away. It, it's it is great. It's really good.
0: Oh, have you had a look at this? Yeah, yeah. Have you?
3: Yeah, it's 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 good fun. I, I've I um yeah I I I played it a couple of times and it's uh, it's fun for what it is. But the, the the it's the it's the music on it. that just makes it for me. Mm. Forget about the actual gameplay and everything else. It's just it's just it's just nice to have
0: uh okay let's go to north wales and speak to rich for his FestPod favorite hello hello
3: hello, hello. Uh, i'm going for a gig this week uh for my FestPod fave and it's you know eamon lost some metal points earlier on i'm going to lose some metal points now because i'm <laughs> going to go see an indie band
0: um, are you
3: yeah now i loved this band when they were out and about, about 15 16 years ago a band from coventry called the enemy
1: yeah. Oh wow, yes, okay. I remember them. No, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I've got I think I, yeah. got, I got their they, first they, album, I think. Yeah. Line about something. Yeah.
3: They split up and disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. Uh, oh, today. And they got back together last year. They they played a few dates in the UK and I I missed out. Um but they're playing a one-off warm-up show with the Tiv, which is just literally around the corner. Uh because they've played a few festivals this year. So literally a mile down the road. I'll get to go and see them finally for for twenty quid. So happy days! That's my pop favourite. I'm going to be pissed in the Tiv with some indie kids who are now probably as old as me. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that is the the t- Tivoli Tivoli is that the, t- the Tivoli venue the, the is t- the, there? The, the Tiv, the Tiv. Oh,
3: okay. The tiv. Yeah, it's no, it's known globally as the Tiv.
0: Is it really okay? That's the uh,
3: right, okay. yeah, the Tavoli. Yeah,
0: all right. Okay, uh, and that is in Buckley, in Fintra, in uh, Wales, North Wales, I think. Is it, are we calling that North Wales?
3: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Ch seven two e f uh, nineteen hundred. Uh, and what did you say? How, how much is that going to cost you? Twenty quid. About Twenty quid. Yeah, that something like that is a bargain. Now let's visit the beautiful. You talk, Sitter, just off the A50. Yay!
4: <laughs>
2: now, my first pod favourite I've discovered within the last 24 hours. And I don't know what my favourite was going to be before this, but I think this is now my favourite forever. So we all know the internet's good at weird and wonderful things, and especially the land of Twitch and Twitch streaming. Oh, yes. So there's a channel called Watch Me Forever. Now, this is, this is a channel that's forever streaming, it's always live, and it's an AI that has basically created a sitcom, it's an endless sitcom that this AI generates, loosely based around uh, the world of Seinfeld, in that it was the show about nothing, and the show, I believe, I didn't watch Seinfeld, but... The show about a comedian, where a comedian gets their inspiration from for their material, I believe is what that was about. I could be wrong. Yeah, sorry. No, I sorry, think I'm you're right there.
0: I never really watched it either, but yeah.
2: But this, I I've watched this for hours today, and there's twelve thousand people watching it right now, and it's just, it's it's, I don't know how to explain it. But it's a robot making a sitcom.
0: So there's no no real people have written this. No one has filmed it. No one has made it in any way whatsoever. We are looking at some computer-generated characters. Yep. And their voices are AI. The story is AI.
2: Yeah. Is
0: it funny? There's some genuinely good jokes
2: in there. I can't even... it's, it's, It's in what? It's in what's called make sense mode, apparently. So... It may. It means the AI will make things keep things more in context.
3: Is is, is this life now? Yeah, this is life. Yeah, this is uh, forever on. I don't know how long I, it's been going. I don't going. like it. I, I want to get off. I don't like it. <laughs> you <laughs>
0: do well, 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 does it freak you out?
3: Uh, yeah, it does, and it it, it, it worries me. However, I've, I've, the whole AI thing. I'm not some conspiracy theorist or anything like that, and it's not about that. It's just it's about how. How it's going to affect our lives? Not necessarily for the better, all the time. Yeah, um, and it does. It does scare me.
0: Might be good for us when one of us is off. We can load your voice into an AI, and uh, then we've always got four of us.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> just like the the angry that's, shouty Welshman. Uh, that's probably better than me sending videos from the toilet. <laughs> I don't know,
0: quite enjoyed that <laughs> um and finally, uh mine is uh, an organization called Hot Box Events. now, if you 've ever thought to yourself, Oh, I would like to work at a festival um then these are the guys to get in touch with really uh they they basically have jobs um Doing that, uh, I, I don't exactly know what the jobs entail, but it's basically working at festivals. I think, Lee, you've got some information about it, haven't you? Uh,
1: basically, if you want to volunteer at festivals around the UK, um, you contact them, and they've, they've obviously got lists of, of festivals that you can volunteer to work at, whether it's behind the bars, um, the merch stalls, security, um, walk around the campsites, obviously the... Uh, the infamous dog squads that um works at downloads um
0: yeah and it's it's stewarding isn't it but it's on a very sort of um low level you know you're not you know <laughs> you're not in charge of huge areas or anything but it's um although they do have there's there's varying degrees of it and you're basically looking after people talking to people showing them which way to go um helping answer their questions and they've got multiple festivals like download for example reading festival leeds festival latitude festival camp Festival. um there's there's a lot of different Festivals that you could potentially work at, and it is a lot of fun actually you get to you do make friends um, in your your groups there and uh, it's you do get to see artists and then you you also get to experience that atmosphere at a festival, which actually is how I found download because I was um, a steward at download in two thousand and thirteen i didn 't know what download was. But uh, I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. I'll it's a job. <laughs> but actually thought, wow, how have I stumbled on this? And I've been going ever since. Um, and, you know, I've worked at a lot of different festivals too. But if, you know, if, if there's a particular one you'd like to work at, have a look at Hotbox events because there's a chance that they may do the one that you want to work at. So that's what I would recommend. Hotbox events. It's on Facebook and various places. All right, so we've uh, reached the end of the show, and it's time to plug what else you do. Let's start off with Eamon and your Twitch stream.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so we've just gone on to a new schedule on our Twitch stream, so every Monday, yeah, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can catch me on twitch.tv slash shortyetv. Wow. Um from six o'clock in the evenings, we're going to be playing a lot of horror um, and talking a lot of shit. So, yeah. And we also... I'm not going to say this out. I'm going to say this myself before someone else brings it up, but we also did recently do a lip-sync video for Man, I Feel Like a Woman as part of it all. So you can feel free to come along and see that if you want.
0: Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Uh, and there were lots of costume changes in that as well, which I noticed.
2: I mean... I do like to dress up, Neil, you, you know I've me. noticed, yes.
0: Uh, do you have um, a box of costumes and wigs and various uh, dress-up things?
2: Um, no, but I have a cellar full of minions, so oh. I just go shave one of their heads every now and then.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, to find to find Eamon and his Twitch stream, you're looking for Shorty ETV, but the short is with Tooties. The second one's for twat. <laughs> Just for clarity. Yes. And so you understand what's going on there. All righty, now. Um, <laughs> that's tickled me. Uh, it's one of my favourite words, you know. Um, Lee, what else have you got going on? Probably not very much now you've quit everything.
1: <laughs> I'm still on TikTok. Um, still on TikTok. Yeah, I don't do anything dancing. I've not. I don't make any videos. Um, uh. However, I do enjoy the the odd occasional laugh. Please, if you want to send me stuff, please just feel free. Um, I believe it's uh, T E underscore Lee L E I G H underscore Vision Television. Um, yeah, but send- you say
0: that like you weren't sure. Because
1: I'm not. I even mean, like have a look. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. But but
0: everything isn't every single one of your socials that you quit the same thing. Television. Probably. And it has been for years.
1: Probably I don't really years. know, Neil. I don't really know. I'm not sure I was about right. that. Yeah. It's, it's this it's is your bit, T- mate. T E underscore Lee L E R G H underscore Vision Television. I'm on TikTok. Um, I'm right now. Oh, He's Christ. a watcher. Um, send me stuff. Um, you don't have to follow I mean, me. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't got anything on there for you to follow. So yeah, send me, um, no. send me stuff.
0: He's in private, just watching silently. Just looking.
1: In the <laughs> most non-creepy way you can imagine. I promise. <laughs> yeah.
0: He likes to watch with the light off on his own in a corner. <laughs> All the videos that you send him. and <laughs> let's go to rich what have, you, what have you got going on
1: not a lot um
0: <laughs>
3: well you know with me been all the last month or so i've uh not only been up to much um
0: apart from having pain and, and uncomfortableness
3: pain and crap yeah yeah
0: but I, I managed to get out the other
3: week to, uh last last weekend take some photos, just went out for a couple of hours. Oh, nice. Um, just went over to kind of Anglesey, Carnarvon area, Bangor. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, I got the drone up and took some photos on land as well and I'd like to say go to my social. You can see these lovely pictures I've taken of the Menai Bridge and the Batania Bridge and but I can't because for some reason Meta Business Suite <laughs> i decided to say, fuck off, you fat Welsh cunt to me. <laughs>
0: oh, and I just no. can't,
3: I can't. That's what the C's for in Rich, cunt. Oh, I get it. Okay. Right. <laughs> just say one of those. <laughs> I, I've not been able to upload it via that, via the old traditional method of posting everything separately to your socials. Oh. No. So I'm just stuck. I'm just like in limbo, and what is the point of Facebook?
0: What is the point of that meta business suite? What a load of bollocks!
3: Just to piss me off, mate. That's all it is.
0: Yes, it is. I agree. <laughs> Pisses me off, and I barely use it. Okay, uh, yeah,
3: but 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 for, but for FestPod, yes, we use that, use it fine for that. But for my stuff. Can I fuck?
0: Isn't it weird? Isn't it funny that I don't know why? Um, so if yeah, um, so to find his registered accounts, uh, you're looking for what's 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 the name of it? Oh, I mean,
3: you can you can look if you, you can look if you want. No, you can, of course you can. It's uh, Richard Holmes Photography on uh, on the old Facebook and um, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I go through that. it's stuff on Insta as well with the same name. Not as much because Insta doesn't like. The um the formats I use. Um, oh dear! Well, <laughs> you yeah. don't have much luck with it, do you? <laughs> oh, that's fine. I'm I'm I've I've never I've never really got Instagram, and I've I've never I've never really enjoyed it. Isn't it just um, pictures. Yeah. So I should enjoy it, but I've just never got it. Maybe I'm just too old. Uh, I don't I, think that's true. Like, uh, t- t- Twitter's full of tits. Right. right, Insta's full of asses, and TikTok's full of both. Okay, so
0: tits and asses on TikTok. Do they, I didn't think they liked that sort of thing on TikTok.
1: Do they, Lee? No, they. They. they, they I've they not don't seen any. Just, and just, you know me. You a know a me sitting in the corner. I'd probably have found it now. But no, I don't. I've um... No,
0: he, he flicks away. <laughs> He's tried. For... <laughs>
4: <laughs> I almost, no, 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 I Dennis.
1: almost said. I haven't come across it yet and I just know how uh, hey. you're all gonna
0: say. Who, all I- no I idea. Assholes. <laughs> uh, no titties. No titties. There yet. it is. Um and uh, I mean I um, you know. I I will I'll give you my social media because some people choose to follow. It's Neil Wilkinson, but Neil with two L's. The second L is for um Lovely. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> Really? So I was hoping for yeah. Well, I wasn't. I mean, I was. I wasn't going to say lovely. I was going to. I mean, I don't know. What, what can I say? L. Um, <laughs> lugubrious I don't really know. Um, anyway, Neil Wilkinson on the various <laughs> platforms, um, and I, sometimes I post. I mostly flick. Um, but anyway. <laughs> wow. Yes. Well, that's what they're for, isn't it? Like you say. Apparently uh, so. On on Twitter, you've got your, what
3: did you say? You've... <laughs> your tits on on Twitter and your, your ass is on Insta. Right.
2: And your twats on Twitch.
3: <laughs> you said it, bro. <laughs> it's what the extra T's for. Exactly. Um, honestly, honestly, like, I can just, I'm not going to do it. I can scroll through my Twitter feed now. And half of it's just tits. And that's not because I follow these tits. Oh, about that. No,
0: but well, that's funny because I don't see any titties on mine.
3: <laughs> but I just like—I mean, I might have looked at one pair once in my life. Yeah, uh, well, well,
0: yeah. Twitter's I, like Twitter. I talk. Knows. about – I do talk about tits a lot, though. So, right. Okay, you need to get back on Twitter, Lee. Uh, then you'll see them. Uh, get <laughs> 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 <Flicking> away. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm only having a laugh. Look at his face. Um, so, <laughs> uh, if you like what you've heard, and God bless you if you do, uh, please consider supporting FestPod on Patreon. Um, now, there are reasons to do that, uh, uh, because you get things. You don't just get us and our outtakes. You also get things, nice things. Don't you, Rich?
3: Why, thank you, Neil. Um, so, that we have multiple tiers. Uh you can get just like supporters for the price of a beer. Uh you can get early access to episodes. Uh you get the hilarious outtakes and behind the scenes shite that we put out. Um follow no, 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 no. The hilarious outtakes and behind the scenes amazing content that we put out yes. a- after each episode, um, which takes up about half of our recording time. Um and if you're on kind of like the two highest tiers, once you've once you've supported us for three months,
0: you get a lovely FestPod
3: t-shirt.
0: Yeah, it's very really? snazzy. Um, I haven't got a sound that goes woo, um, but I woo. should have really. I should try and get one. Woo, like a really excited crowd of people at, at a t-shirt. Um, woo. Yeah. Uh, there's also a Discord server. Now, if you want to chat with us, if you think that you'd like to have a chat with us and perhaps enjoy some of our banter uh, with each other, uh, then you can potentially do that. There's also bits of news. There's, um, there's all kinds of stuff on there. And Eamon has very kindly set that up for us. I don't really understand Discord and how to do it. But Eamon has done it for us. Um, and uh, what, what's on there? <laughs>
2: yes, Neil, you're right. I, um, I very much understand how to do it. It does it. Uh, yes, I do it a lot, actually. Um, so, yeah, our Discord server set up now, so if you want to have a chat with us um, about anything music festival-related or even just generic kind of nonsense, uh, come on over. We're also open to, like, ideas for the show, if you want to suggest some topics for that. We'll get a separate Patreon section going at some point. So, yeah, just come and have a little cheeky cheeky look around. It'll be in our um, our link tree. Um which you can find all over our socials and stuff because anyone who knows Discord knows it's just a bunch of letters in a link. Yeah. But, yeah, just uh, come, come step on by. Uh,
0: fabulous. All And we have merch on sale too. Like I say, go to Etsy and search for FestPod and pick up a lovely patch. Uh, Lee, you look like you are absolutely Desperate for the toilets, which means that is the end <laughs> of saying. the programme. Sure so thanks one. for <laughs> it happens every show.
1: Every it week. It does happen every show.
0: Every time I you know, I'm about to about to switch off the recording. Right, guys, I am desperate for the toilets, so I shall bid you adieu and I'll see you next time. Bye. Off. And away well, you go.
1: Okay. I mean <laughs> In fairness, I'll give you benefit of the doubt, I am busting for a piss. But <laughs> I'm, not really gonna d- I'm not just going to duck you? out because you know. Not now. I, I feel like anyway. we should be
2: doing the traditional festival style and just peeing into a cup under the table midway through. Yes, I have. That's what I, do. I have a
1: couple of empty bottles here, so yeah. I mean, I could
0: go. You couldn't fit it. You couldn't fit it in there, could you? The we, um, not your willy.
1: I mean, it is a bit. It is a bit of a big hole, to be fair. So maybe.
0: Lucas, a bottle that's what you want um speaking as a lorry driver anyway uh... <laughs> <laughs> so that's it thanks for listening and we'll catch you again next time see you later bye a wilco productions podcast
1: it's a mixture between country and cockney
3: festpod the unofficial rock festival guide is part of the acast creator network